Hey, it's your girl, Autumn the Aries, and I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of the Lit Life Podcast. Um, I have recorded this here segment probably 72 and a half times, and this time I am hoping that I just leave it as is because it's stressing me out already, and it shouldn't be, Um, (laughs) primarily because I've been trying to figure out How can I describe myself to you guys? Well, I'm going to just put it like this. Um, I am an Aries first. Like, I live off of this Aries thing. And I I know that a lot of people um, don't really get into horoscopes and and signs and things like that. And guess what? I don't either. So my, my whole Aries things come from my mom and the things that she would always say about Aries women because I grew up in a house of just Aries women, me, her, and my sister, and the way that we act and the way, uh, the type of people that we attract and the effect that we have on people and all of those things. And as I've lived my life, I've uh, grown to know that a lot of those things are true. Um, even in dealing with other Aries women, you know, there is, there's a couple that's kind of knockoffs is what I call them. You know what I'm saying? They don't really, uh, fit the whole perception that I've been exposed to when it comes to Aries women, but you know, that's neither here nor there. I try to love them, and and if I don't love them, I just don't. So, that's that. Um, But, yeah, so I'm an Aries. Um, I I mean, (laughs) how can I explain myself without everybody falling the fuck out? I mean, so look, I am a pancake and bacon enthusiast. Um, Although I have not had pancakes in a very long time, Uh, I still love them dearly with all of my heart, and that's just a part of me, so I thought I would uh, go ahead and mention that. I am a professional rambler, so you know what I'm saying? I can get on here, and I could start talking about, um, you know, work and, and end up talking about how I was cutting the grass and got bit by something and you know it'll just be completely off topic so I'm gonna try my best to to stay on on topic when I actually have a topic uh to talk about uh in some cases I'm a profession a perfect perfectionist and and this is something that a professor told me a long time ago so here's here's a word for my procrastinators out there because I'm also a serial procrastinator um I was writing a paper once and um, it was like, had to be like 15 pages long. And, you know, I went to class like that Wednesday and I think it was due, no, I went to class that Monday and it was due that Wednesday and I hadn't even started on it. You know what I'm saying? So the, the professor, he's going on talking about, you know, how far we should be developed in, in the paper and what we should be doing. And I'm just sitting there and I finally just asked him like, I don't, I don't understand, you know what I mean? And he was very clear, like he was very, very clear, but I'm like, I don't understand, like, I don't get it. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is you want to do. And he basically was like, just write the damn paper. Like, <laughs> like those are his exact words. Like, just write the damn paper. So I wrote the paper uh, Tuesday night, of course, and brought it in on Wednesday and turned it in. And that following Monday when we got the papers back, I ended up with like an A-. minus. And he used to have like conferences with us when we would have like the bigger papers like that. And he said, you know what? He said, you sat in here in this classroom and said that you didn't know what to write. He said, but you really were just procrastinating. And I find that a lot of perfectionists procrastinate like that. Like you wait until the very last minute because in your mind, when you're writing it at the very last minute, it can't be anything other than perfect. Like you don't have any time to, to fix it. You know, you're not, you probably didn't even proofread it. And he was right. I didn't. And the reason why I got an A minus was because of small, um, like spelling errors or grammatical errors. And it was just, it kind of just clicked with me. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm a, instead of being a procrastinator, I'm going to just take profession, perfectionalist and let that be that. Um, I am like this super duper notebook freak. Like I have, I'm not going to tell you guys how many notebooks I have, but I have so many notebooks and it's because like, I'll get them with all intent of taking notes in them for like work or, you know, podcast or whatever. And I just can't find myself to write in them because they're so cute. So I'm weird like that. Whatever. I collect notebooks and pens like gel pens. It just kind of is what it is. Um, I am a nudist. I mean, I would much rather be naked than to have clothes on. And that's not to say that I am like this uh, super duper uh, sex fiend. It's just that I like being naked. And I, I don't know why people always intertwine the two. Like, oh, you must be a freak. I mean, okay, so I might be a freak. But that has nothing to do with me loving to just be nude. So that's that. Um. I am a mother. Um, I have a, a 21 year old son. He'll be 22 this year. And um, I'm a cat mom. So I just uh, adopted a new cat a few months ago after my cat of 15 years passed away last year. So I don't know if you hear some meowing in the background, that's what that's about. Uh, my son is still back in Ohio. Uh, for whatever reason, because uh, I'm I'm originally from Ohio, Toledo, Ohio, and um, I now live in Atlanta, Georgia. And for whatever reason, he does not want to come down here. So, you know, I, I'm probably have a whole 27 and a half episodes talking about him. So I'm gonna let that go for now. Um, I like to say that I am semi woke. Okay, so what that means to me is I'm not white on the hotep scale or side of things and I'm not completely in the dark so I'm kind of like somewhere in between you know what I'm saying like I'm not gonna give you a a, a whole rundown of of certain issues whereas other issues 
um, I'll probably just like blow my top and, and lose my mind and 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 sound pretty angry um, when it comes to just being a black woman in today's society or um, when it comes to our black men um, in, in this society and the people who take us for granted and who try to pull the wool over our eyes when it comes to certain things. Um, again, that's another 27 and a half episodes uh, of me ranting about <laughs> about my black queens and kings out here. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm you know, kind of woke, whatever. Uh, I am an ambivert, so again, kind of in the middle. I'm not really an introvert or an extrovert. Like I am a, a people person. I am a social butterfly. Um, I, I guess it kind of depends on, no, it doesn't even really depend on, um, um, the setting or where I'm at. If there's good people around and I know that I'm like feeling a vibe or whatever, then I'm going to always be talking like I'm always going to have some sort of conversation um with some sort of smile on my face now if I'm just kind of like standing around and I got this look on my face that I really just don't want to be here it's probably because I just don't want to be here or I'm bored or there's nothing in this particular space that interests me but um I, I say that I'm an ambivert because I love to be out and about, right? I love it. But I cannot lie. There are some times when, you know, and, and I've I've sat here, like I'm here, I'm in Atlanta by myself. I've moved here by myself and I, I'm in a sorority, but um, I'm not as close to my sorority sisters here that I was up north. So I, I really don't have a lot of people to do things with, right? I don't have, uh, um, you know, like that, those best friends and things like that, like I did, like I had up north. So a lot of things I do here by myself, but there are certain people that will, that will um, invite me to do things. And sometimes I just, it's like, I don't know if I really want to do that. But then I'll low-key turn around and complain that nobody invites me to stuff, okay? That's just me accepting my truth um, right here live on my podcast. It just kind of is what it is. But it, I, eventually I just kind of be like, all right, you know what? You got to stop, um, you know, feeling like that. You have people inviting you to things. You need to get your ass up and go. So I tend to get my ass up and go, and it's... Um, I usually have a good time. Like I say eight times out of 10, I, I have a good time. But it's it's always something that I don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to go to concerts. I want to travel. You know, I want to still see the sights, you know, uh, of Atlanta. Like I still kind of want to be a tourist and things like that. So I kind of have to wait for uh, my friends to come from out of town to do stuff like that. Like my homegirl was here a couple of weeks ago and I finally went down to see the aquarium and um, the civil rights center and what else did we do? Um, we did one of some other attraction. Oh, um, the, the, uh, college football hall of fame, which was super lit. Um, but it, it took for her to come from out of town cause we went to the dungeon family concert. That was the main reason for us going, but it took for her to come from out of town for me to do some things that I really wanted to do, you know, like, 
So that, I don't know. That's my whole thing on that. Um, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm meeting more people. And um, when I can't do things with the do the things that I want to do with people. I just go do the shit by myself cuz you know who who's going to sit around and wait for life to pass away up, keep passing by and and not do the things that you want to do. Um may even t- um have a, a few book reviews on um you know with authors. I'm uh, uh, an author that's near and and dear to me, Shakira Rashan who uh, writes BDSM and, and other types of novels um, for those who would like to have like an, a more inside look on uh, how things could go down in this lifestyle but yeah so I'll I'll be talking a little bit about that um, and I don't know how else to say this other than I be high so check this out never really been about the whole 420 thing right not until I moved here so years ago I don't know maybe right after high school or something I tried weed and it just didn't do anything for me and it's probably because I was doing it wrong but (laughs) I think that um that's good I'm like I'm kind of glad that I didn't um pick that up back then so now what 20 years later um, here I am in Atlanta, and um, I went to New York with a couple of uh, really, really good near and dear friends of mine and um, smoked with them. And now I smoke more than them. And this was brought to my attention when my homegirl was here the, the last uh, couple, of, uh, couple of weeks ago or whatever. Like, bruh, you, you be having it going on. And I typically, um, it's not necessarily a to get high thing. It really is because I have, um, I I deal with anxiety, like really bad. Like this morning I woke up with anxiety. Um, and I always have, I've been diagnosed with anxiety. I don't know. It probably has been 20 years. Um, so I probably should have started back then, but I didn't. Um, so for the last, I don't know, three years or so, I have not taken any type of anxiety medication, like anything. Like this is my anxiety medication. Um, so it just kind of is what it is. I, I am for the the movement of it being legalized uh, across the United States because there's really no reason why it shouldn't. Um, I, I still don't believe that it's any type of a gateway drug, although it may be for those who have an addictive type of personality or who's always looking for a, a quote unquote better high. Um, but again, I won't get all the way into that right now either because that's another 57 episodes uh <laughs> that that I could talk about uh something that I could talk about all day every day so that's me that's who I am I I really hope that um you all kind of stay tuned and just bear with me a little bit while I'm getting used to this whole podcast thing um I am, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but uh, I am featured on another podcast as a co-host. 
uh, and it's currently under development. And actually, I'm hoping that we get that episode, our first episode that we recorded the other night out. Um, that podcast is called Gems and Dro. Um, and my co-host is Darius, and I'm so glad that he brought this whole thing to my attention because we had a blast. So hopefully we'll get that out uh, sometime this week or in the near future for you all to enjoy. And I'll also make sure that some sort of way I'll, I can link this in. It will, we're also like um, putting that here on Anchor, and it'll be pushed to the other platforms. So that's me. Uh, Stay tuned for my segment on expectations. All right, I'm back. So I'm going to come right out the gate and say this. Expectations are for processes and not people. Let me say it again. Expectations are for processes, not people. When we implement a certain process, so say for instance, um, you are an accountant and you have a specific process that you go through to check your numbers, your finances, whatever it is that you're an accountant for, whatever business that you're an accountant for. You expect while going through that process to see certain things, right? So in in one area, you may already have an expectation that something is going to be off because maybe they didn't report everything for that quarter. Or in another type of a process, you may expect that everything should be should um, trickle down to the penny and be correct because um, because of such a strict process that you've had in making sure people get their expenses in at a certain time or something like that. You know, process, uh, not process, I'm sorry. Um, expectations are just, in, in my opinion, not for people. Uh, how can I say this? So, Let's talk about expectations and relationships. When you go into a relationship, no, not even when you go into a relationship, when you meet somebody, you automatically, and don't even sit up here and try to say that you don't because a lot of people do. When you go into, when you meet somebody, okay, you're at the grocery store, right? A guy comes up to you or, you know, and and says whatever. You're beautiful. I don't know. And you guys exchange numbers. And I probably shouldn't say guy or girl because I'm I'm talking to um, everybody in the audience right now, not just guys or girls. But you start talking to that person. It's like just in looking at them, when you first met them, you're automatically expecting certain things. I think we got to stop that. I think we got to stop that. 
I think that it's not, first of all, it's, it's not fair to expect anything. Like, you give that person your phone number, and a lot of people expect for them to call in a certain amount of time. Why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you have people that's like, oh my God, I, I hate when I give somebody my phone number and they call me right away. I don't, so, so you're expecting them to wait two weeks to call you, but why? And then when they do call, why are you upset about, like, you gave them your number for them to call you or text, like, you know, maybe I should say text because that's the day and age that we're in, but, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get those type of expectations. So then you, you move closer into relationship, right? Or you, or you're like kind of knocking on the door of a relationship or, Entertaining the thought, I should say, of a relationship with this person. Um, and instead of talking to them and asking them questions, it's just kind of like you're expecting certain things. So um, let me try to think of an example. Um, you're talking to this person and uh, they ask if you want to go to the movies, right? Um, you're going to automatically, like, cause, because this is what we've been taught, right? You're going to automatically expect them to pay, right? <laughs> because when somebody asks you out, that's what you expect. But me, I don't really do that, like... I, I, and I guess that there was a time and place when I did, but I've, since I've kind of changed my thinking when it comes to the expectations of human beings, I've just kind of changed that. So, you know, if somebody asks me to go to the movies or whatever, like, even if it's just one of my friends, like, I'm going to be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? You want me to get the tickets and you get the, the popcorn and stuff? You know what I mean? Like, I just... We got to stop expecting so much of people. Here, here's the reason why, though. Here's the, the bottom line as to why we do not need to expect things that are that have not been, like, completely laid out. Because we get disappointed every damn time. Let's keep it 100. We get disappointed every single time that we expect certain things from certain people, okay? Um, I'm big on, I'm big on consistency, right? But to even be big on consistency, that means I'm like expecting something, right? I'm I'm expecting um, if if I received a, a phone call from you at eight, 32 every morning that I should get that phone call. You know, I'm expecting to get that phone call instead of kind of just, and, and then when I don't get it, you know, the day that I do not get that call for whatever reason, I'm mad about it. Like, bro, 
been calling me every day for the last 257 days at 8.27 a.m. And what happened? And then you start thinking about stuff like, well, what what the fuck was they doing where they couldn't call me? Or, you know, who were they with where they couldn't call me? Oh, you called me at 10 o'clock instead of 8.27. Like, you know, what's, you know your, your mind starts to just go. And, and that's a silly, um, that was a silly example, but... It, it kind of explains my point. It's just like, unless that person said, hey, I'm I, I'm calling you today. What time is it? Oh, it's 8.27 a.m. So from now on until the end of days, I'm going to call you at 8.27 a.m. We can't really expect that. I hope y'all are with me on this. Like, I, it, it, it does nothing but add frustration for yourself when you start to expect things you know you can't expect to you can't expect to be in a relationship with somebody like you guys solidify the fact that um you are exclusively dating each other and you know you want to spend a a certain amount of time together and all this that and a third But you can't say, okay, today is May 1st, so by May 1st, 2020, um, you know, I should be getting engaged. You can't expect that. Like, you don't know what the hell is going to happen between, in, in the next year, between May 2019 and May 2020. So that puts an unfair amount of pressure on, um, the, the, the guy or or whoever is proposing to who because you you're you know you're ex it, it's like a an an un an unwritten type of pressure though it's like you're giving all these clues and they kind of know that that's what you want but what if they're not really ready for that and so then if if they um you know uh, if if they come to you and say, hey, you know, I, I, I've noticed you've been talking a lot about getting married um, or talking a lot about having kids and doing this and that, but I'm just not ready for that. Then you mad because you expected this to happen in this certain amount of time. Now, it's not to say that it's not going to happen, but it's to say that it just may not happen on your time. So enjoy the time that you have, that that you're spending with that person. Like, I I just can't stress that enough. And then it, again, it takes, it takes the stress off of you. When you start to live day by day, and yes, don't get me wrong. Like, it's kind of irresponsible to not plan for the future, right? It, it, it is like we, we have, even though I am that person that tells you to live in the day, like there's no way around not planning for the future. So I get that. So I get that. But plan for your future. Like don't be out here planning for other people's future who you don't have a concrete tie to. My mom always told me if you're not you're not um if you're not married you're single or you're not you know however the saying goes and that's the truth 
So sometimes you still have to move. You can have a, a significant other, like low key, y'all could be living together, um, whatever, have kids together, whatever. Uh, but unless there is something that, and I, I'm pausing because I don't, I really don't want to sit here and sound like I'm giving like this uh, relationship advice when really I'm just talking about expectations. All I'm saying is if, if it's like not written in stone, like it's, you can't really expect it. There's people that's been in relationships for 15 to 20 years. And, and, and instead of just kind of saying, okay, we've been together all these years and, you know, I guess I'm just going to accept that. It's just, kind of, and, and I'm not saying that you should, but it's just kind of like, oh, we've been married, all, we've been together all this time and we, and we're not married. Well, you were expecting to be married by now, but the other person was not. That's, that's my whole point. We have to to really cut back on expecting things from people like we just have to we just have to it's kind of like the saying too um when you loan money you loan somebody money you really don't expect to get it back like that's true unless you set the expectation okay I'm along you this money, but when am I going to get it back? Because I need it or not. Even, you ain't even got to put the, I need it on there. You can just, you can set that expectation. Okay. It's May 1st. Do I get my money back by the 15th? Like when do I get my money back? That's all I'm saying. You know, we, we, I just think that, oh, here, here's another one. You can't expect people, you can't expect a certain type of people to all be the same. Like, I don't know, let me just talk about white people for a minute. Like, I know people who have, (laughs) and it sounds funny, but who have white friends, right? I don't have any. Um, But... Just because your friend kind of, just because you guys are friends, let me just, let me put it this way. Just because you guys are friends, that doesn't mean that you can expect them to understand certain things about your life as a black man or a black woman. Just because you married someone outside of your race and you love them with your whole heart and they love you back with their whole heart and there's nothing but good intention there, you can't expect for them to understand what it's like to walk in your shoes as a black person. You can never expect that. That's that's one of those expectations that you can never expect. You could talk to them about it and say, you know, 
I don't know if this is if you know if if this is something that you understand or you don't but I want I kind of want to explain some things to you and and some of the things that I have to go through um as a as a black person in in America and and these things that you don't never did have to go through or will never have to experience like I mean you can always have that talk but they'll never you can never expect them to fully understand you and who you are and I, and I think that it's important to know that I can't expect to have um a, a, a good girlfriend you know what I'm saying like a BFF or whatever and and we do everything you know we think alike and, and we we move alike and we like the same things but I can't expect us to always be on the same page just because we're very similar in a lot of ways you can't expect that um it's, it's just, I, I, I just think that we, we kind of, what am I trying to say? We, we set ourselves up. And anytime that we put an expectation in front of the un, unknown, we set ourselves up big time. Big time. You can't, you can't always expect things to happen for you the same way that it happened for somebody else. That's that'll set you up real quick. Um, I, I just don't think that unless it's been written in stone, unless there's some sort of contract, unless there's been a, a whole conversation about whatever situation it is, you can't expect anything. So that's really all I had to say about expectations. I probably got more, but again, I'll, I'll be rambling on and on and give y'all so many different scenarios and then we'll be talking about ice cream or something. So um, that's that on that. <laughs>